Hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tyra Body. I have one of my friends here today for this season. You know we're going to be talking about friendships. That's what I told you last episode that I was going to have my real friends on here to teach this this episode. So Amelia, say hello to the people. Hey guys, so glad to be here. Yes, and I'm glad you are here. Like, I'm telling you, this is my legit real friend, like one of them. I'm going to have a bunch. But we're starting today, me and Amelia, this conversation. And I think it is the bedrock of all friendships. We're talking about grace, y'all. Grace. Because <laughs> you cannot have friendships. You can't have any relationships without grace. And me and Amelia, we were tested with grace, were we not? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I told her, I said, Amelia, I already know the topic, me and you are going to talk about. You already know. Because when we met, let's just be honest, we were a lot alike, which could yes. be disastrous to be <laughs> When I tell you, we were alike in a lot of good ways, but then we came into our friendship with a lot of, I feel like some friendship stuff, trauma. baggage, trauma. Yeah. Um, we found out that we had a lot of shared you know, um, family trauma, mm -hmm. relationship trauma, friendship trauma. Mm -hmm. And so then we sitting here trying to connect. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and at first it was real chill, right? Yes. Like how we met, tell the people how we met, how we, we connected. We met um, in 2018. I remember she had this book and it said something about discipleship. And I was like, I'm going to go ask her if she can come help out. Because we were both at the same church at the time, yep. working in the youth ministry. Mm -hmm. And I was like, somebody need to come talk to these kids about discipleship. So you brought your book and then you did the class. And then I was like, I need to talk to you. Cause that was really good. Are you doing like a discipleship class? And then that's how we started connecting. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. She saw something she needed mm -hmm. and she connected. Okay. Right. And we had something in common cause we both were working in the youth ministry. Mm -hmm. So we had that same heart for service. We're in there working for youth, but then for her to choose me, which I said last time to choose to walk with me, she saw something beneficial. Mm -hmm. She saw something beneficial. Y'all, y'all caught that. Right. And so I said, of course, you know, discipleship, that's what we do. Right. As disciples of Christ. And so we connected. I saw her love for children, her love of service. So I was like, okay, she's working in youth ministry. You were there before I was. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this will be good. We're co-laboring here in ministry. Mm -hmm. So it looked like a good match. Now we wasn't friends yet. Nope. It was more of a, we see a reason to connect. Mm -hmm a godly beneficial reason so we started hanging out right yes spending some time together yes. all was well mm -hmm. until when <laughs> <laughs> we, we took our first trip together we took our first trip together yes. it was it was yes. my family was going on a trip and i wanted a couple of my friends that i was hanging with at the time so it was her and then i saw our other friend bex and you guys will meet bex mm -hmm. next week and you met bex when we we're going through the dating series mm -hmm. but we came, we all came together, yes. right? And I remember that one night, yes, we were playing phase, phase 10. 10. Yes, if y'all don't know about phase 10, that's like the new Uno Spades. Once you play that, and they, they did not give me any money to say that, but phase 10, if you want to give me a check, trust right. me. <laughs> but we were playing this game, phase 10, and it is brutal. And this is when I found out is it you, brutal or we made it? We brutal? made it brutal. <laughs> We made it brutal because it is a very competitive game. Yes. 
And I found out that I already knew I was competitive, but I found out that she was competitive because Amelia can come off super, super sweet (laughs) and super, super kind and soft spoken. But then when you get in the game and I could be sarcastic, I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. I could be sarcastic. Mm -hmm. I could talk crap. I could talk a lot of mess, you know, and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She does not like that. (laughs) And it came out and. Amelia, just tell the people what you did. <laughs> I don't remember, but I... <laughs> it got bad, right? It got really um, strained. Strained. That's a good word. It was some tears involved. It was a few tears. It's, um, it was some... Did we name call? I don't know. I think that's when I was first learning that you were also competitive because my competitive side came out and then your sarcasm came out and then we were just matching each other's competitiveness. Right. But then I was like, I don't know her well enough if this is still competitiveness. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of made me upset. And that's when like a tear kind of came out. And I was just like, I'm going to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad, guys. Because she really couldn't go anywhere. I was just going to go into the back room because we were out of town. And then we, let me tell you the beauty of having a friend mediator. Because Bex is our mediator. (laughs) She was. she was our mediator during this time and she's like guys guys what's happening Let's figure this out she didn't mean that or maybe right. she did mean that right. but say you're sorry hey you say you're sorry we're like shut up right. bex because we were immature yeah. both of us relationally mm-hmm. were very immature mm-hmm. and that game really brought out a lot of feelings and i remember you going to the back room i'm like she's upset why is she upset? I mean, we were just joking. We were just playing. And in my family, mm-hmm. that's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's dysfunctional. <laughs> but we clown and make fun of people mm-hmm. when we want to get close to them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember learning we, about Yeah, that. I, I had to tell yeah. you that I, because I realized, okay, I hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. And it actually affected me a lot because I'm like, for me to hurt her feelings, she must have had a connection with me and mm-hmm. I just disappointed her because be- for me to hurt your feelings, there had to be some feelings there. Some caring. It had to be a level of care. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know like she would care what I say or what mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you were taking what I said and what I think very seriously. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do another hard thing that I wasn't doing yet is apologize. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to have to because I understood that Although we were building our relationship, you also looked up to me mm-hmm. because I'm a little older, slight, just a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. And there was a level of mentorship that I felt mm-hmm. I knew that you were looking up to me for. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I was saying, I realized it became hurtful in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she doesn't know that I'm just joking. She doesn't know. Yeah, I had to learn that about you. You had to learn that. And then I also had to really self-evaluate why <laughs> do I have to like do that Mm -hmm. to connect with people because it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. and so we got through that and a couple of other times Mm -hmm. where we had to say is this relationship vital is it important to continue to continue (laughs) like we had times where we wouldn't speak for like a week or something Mm because we we would say some tough things because we're both therapists like that's hard being let me tell you you want to you want a real friendship get with a therapist because we're all about the feelings and the why did you say that and what is that ism about yeah i'm processing but the good thing is we will go process yes (laughs) 
And if you process with us and you ask us the hard questions, we'll come back. And mm -hmm. we came back several times to say, you know, um, tell me where your heart was. Mm -hmm. What did you mean by that? You know, these are my intentions towards you. You know, what are your intentions towards me? We gave each other that space. Yeah, but we had to have the hard conversations and, the, and we had to be vulnerable vulnerable my god like yeah yeah we had to like we had to really like own some stuff and i was like this is a bit much she said that you said that <laughs> yes i'm like this is a lot of work <laughs> this is a lot of work but i was in a period of time wanting closer connections mm -hmm. with my friends because i used to be very surface mm -hmm. very shallow with people it's like i knew my role people come in i help them out but i don't need you to help me mm -hmm. um i didn't and one of the huge things i would say you taught me is letting people process mm -hmm. <laughs> that word was such a trigger for like a trigger for you it was such a trigger for me Tara, I need to process. And I'm like, what are you processing? You trying to rush my process. I'm like, get out of your process. <laughs> and I didn't let you process because I realized people in my life never let me process mm -hmm. my feelings. Mm -hmm. They never let me sit in anything and deal with it and give me time. And so I had a lack of patience for people that took time to consider their feelings, mm -hmm. who took time. Um, I needed them to just get over it. Mm -hmm. Let's keep moving like it didn't happen. Let's pretend because that's the environment I grew up in is get over it. It didn't hurt you. You're not upset. Let's go. And so that's how I treated everybody around me. Mm -hmm. But you were, I think, one of the first friends to tell me, Tara, mm -hmm. I'm going to process. <laughs> and I used to make fun of it. Like I used to make fun of it. I would talk to my friend Bex and I'm like, what is she processing? It's nothing to process. But I learned to process my own feelings because the thing was, you also let me process mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> because you wanted that. You also gave that where you would say, Tara, did you process that feeling? Are you sure that you really thought like if I'm upset about something, I can always depend on you mm -hmm. to call me two weeks later and still check in to say, is that still an issue for you? Mm -hmm. Are you OK? Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Nobody asked me. I'm actually not okay. Right. I'm actually not. And people expect me to be, mm -hmm. but you didn't expect me to be. You were like, well, however long it takes you, that's tough that you're going through that. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated that. That made me softer. It made me consider myself, consider what I'm going through, consider how other people affect me. Cause I used to really hold hard to nobody can affect me. Mm -hmm but they were affecting me. Mm -hmm. But I had this persona of nobody can get to my core. Yeah. Nobody can hurt me, mm -hmm. but I'm walking around very hurt. Mm -hmm. And now it's coming out in phase 10 games. Um, yes. <laughs> right. Yes. When I'm triggered by something, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going in on people and don't know why. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you really helped me with that grace factor. Like mm -hmm. we had to learn, right? Yes. Cause it's been how, how long now? Six years. Six years. Wow, seems like an eternity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of learning. Right. And, and, and I learned to not throw people away. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't, they don't know how to endure, mm -hmm. how to persevere in a friendship. They just assume something happened. 
some offense happened. Mm -hmm. We didn't get along. Mm -hmm. Throw them in the trash. Next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do that in their relationships and they do that in their friendships. And so then they wonder why I don't have any long term relationships. Mm -hmm. Why don't I have any friendships that's worth keeping? Because they don't want to do the hard work. They don't want to give grace to people. They don't want to dig and find out a person's why. Why did you feel that way? Why did you take that way? Well, let me explain myself. Right. There are people that don't even let people explain themselves. I don't know about you with your clients, but how many clients do you have? Who would tell you they upset with somebody and they don't even tell them? Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's a communication thing. It's almost like um, I think a lot of times people want others to read their mind. It's that magical thinking concept like uh, they should know this. No. Mm -hmm. No, they're not. They shouldn't know this. They don't know you until you allow them in enough so that they can know you. Right. But it's that vulnerability piece that people are afraid to do because either they've been hurt before or have some type of issue or experience with people, which allows them to remain self-protective. So they won't allow people in enough to say, you know, when you do this, I didn't like that. Or can you help me understand why you did that um, to understand them more? And you did that good. And it freaked me out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> cause I'm like, just go away. You didn't like what I did. Just ghost me. That's what people do. <laughs> exactly I'm telling you, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. I was like, this is too hard. If we are offending one another consistently, just go away. And, and I'm like, why are you back? Still trying to talk it through. We don't talk it through. I offended you. I'm doing all these hurtful things. Just go away. <laughs> and you were like, no, I want to understand right. you. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm like, you want to understand why I did that or said that. Mm -hmm. I don't actually have a reason. I was just being mean. <laughs> and I had to really look at myself. Mm -hmm. You made me because you would say, Tara, that hurt my feelings. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, people don't say that. They just don't talk to people right. anymore. But it made me respond. Mm -hmm. I did hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me know something about you so that now I am careful with these particular things because the things were real. They're real to you, even if I may say, well, that's not that serious, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which I did at times. <laughs> But it was serious to you. Mm -hmm. And I remember having to consistently evaluate what is the benefit of this relationship? <laughs> and then I would always remind myself there are some benefits. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, this is the person that consistently follows up with your emotions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as emotional as she is, she always follows up with yours and helps you process through. And it's so many other remarkable things um, that have come out as a result of our friendship. I tell everybody, I am a therapist today because of my friend Amelia. Because I'm telling you, I was cool with just giving out random uh, social media um, advice and living in my comfortable bubble. Mm -hmm. And she said, why don't you go and get the license? And I'm like, for what? I'm just gonna see a couple of people. And I'm like, yeah, she said, no, push. And not only did she push, she would send me the information, the applications, the, the you would send me the study materials for the exams and just kept pushing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tara, I thought you said you were gonna do this. You said you're gonna do the podcast. I know, I was just talking. <laughs> 
I just ran in my mouth. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and it's like, oh, but I think you should. And I'm like, ugh. So there was this push where you would not let me not do things that I share with you. When I wrote my first book, you were one of the editors. You know, hey, that's a great book. That's a great idea. You need to get it out, you know. And I'm like, okay. So there was this push that has been valuable in our friendship. Yeah. So I knew that every time you got on my nerves, mm -hmm. I said to myself, <laughs> and likewise, I'm sure. Right. Oh yeah, likewise. Likewise, I'm sure. You was like, what is the point of this friendship? Is it valuable? And that's the good stuff though, mm -hmm. because no relationship is perfect. No. Yeah, I think when you walk with people, you're going to see them. If they allow you in enough, you're going to see some things that you're like, mm, not about that. <laughs> but you can't do life without working through the hard things. Right. Like that's that grace that's needed. And then right. even when you're praying and you're saying, okay, God, what, what is this assignment? <laughs> <laughs> right. We were an assignment. We were assigned. <laughs> we were apparently assigned <laughs> to be in each other's lives. So what is this about? And then you kind of get beside outside of yourself mm -hmm. and say, okay, God, what is it that, you know, this, what is the purpose of this connection? And he begins to show you. And then, like you said, you, not only was you, uh, you know, I was there to kind of push things in you, but you were also helping me grow. Right. So it was a mutual benefit. Right. Because sometimes I would tell you, you ain't processing this week. Right. It just is what it is. Okay. That, that's just how it is. <laughs> I need you to hear me. And then I need you to come over here and we're going to keep riding. Yeah. Um, yes. So <laughs> there was growth. You know, I was Definitely careful how I would do it, but I was like, this is the way your friend is. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I couldn't make you be me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and then everything about me was not okay to be. So I'm not. It, you definitely made me self-evaluate. The friendship made me self-evaluate. And I'm glad we worked through it. Because oh, yeah. I was like, look, 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 at, at, look at us. Look at us six years later. <laughs> but I think it was a mutual decision to work through mm -hmm. it. Because sometimes you'll have in a friendship one person wanting to work and the other person's mm -hmm. not wanting to work on it. Mm -hmm. You have people that hold to offenses. Yeah. I mean, girl, when I say hold an offense, mm -hmm. like, like to dear life, they won't let go something somebody said or did to them. Mm -hmm. They have zero grace. Mm -hmm. And God tells us consistently that the measure of grace you give is the measure of grace you get back. Most definitely. But people truly believe they can have relationships with zero grace for people. How? I'm trying to understand because when you know everybody's imperfect, mm -hmm. how are you going into relationships expecting perfection? Yeah, I, it, but they still do. It's right. the expectation. And then what happens is people are disappointed because someone's not meeting an expectation um, that they have of them that sometimes it's not even spoken of or it comes from their own trauma in itself. And so and when you hold someone to an expectation, you don't give them the ability to grow. No. And you make a lot of assumptions that they know better. Yes. They should just know. Well, yes. you don't know that. You didn't look into their background. Yes. You can you didn't look into their family. You didn't look into the people that raised them. Mm -hmm. You know, that was important to me and has been important to me mm -hmm. when I'm offended by something to look beyond the person I'm dealing with, mm -hmm. get to know them and say, Hey, in your family, um, how did y'all deal with conflict? Mm -hmm. You know, um, did you have people affirming you? Mm -hmm. What's going on there? Then I don't take it personal. Right. Because I realize it is part of their training. Mm -hmm. 
I am being used as the instrument of God to bring healing to this situation, to bring healing to this part of them. And I got to do it with patience and I got to do it with grace. But I'm dealing with a person with an entire past. Mm -hmm. They have a, a life experience. They have dealt with other friendships. Other people have let them down. Other people have hurt them. I'm here to give a different example. Mm -hmm of what a person that's got about a Holy Spirit that has the character of Christ, how they can treat you. Right. And we give people new experiences every time we meet somebody. They should have a whole new experience mm -hmm. of what is possible mm -hmm. when you're in a God-centered and God-sent relationship. Right. Because even if the assignment ends, they should, when you leave them, you should have left them with some type of seed or in a sense, they should be somewhat a, be a better overall. Absolutely. You know, so better than when you found them. Yes. That That's my goal and model for everybody that I connect with is, are they better than when I found them in right. some particular way? Because, you know, seasons come and go with friendships, mm -hmm. but we should try our best to give our all. Yes. We should try our best. And, and if I'm treating you like, you know, God told us to, to love one another as we love ourselves and, and esteem others higher, then there is a respect I must have for the person I'm dealing with. Right. This is God's child. Like, don't mistreat them. Mm -hmm. Apologize if you have to, because we're all flawed. Mm -hmm. I think I learned how to apologize a lot. Yeah, I tell you, too, man, yeah, it's, you it's a couple of things. Ooh. I went on an apology tour, I swear, in 2021. I was apologizing in my friendships, in my marriage, to my kids. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I realized there was a level of confidence in me apologizing. It didn't make me weak to apologize. Mm -hmm. I actually started to feel like I can apologize to people because I realized I don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm a good person because God says so, but I'm making mistakes based on my, my training, my experiences. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind telling a person, hey, I got that wrong. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm growing, um, but I did error with you today. I did error in that conversation, in that action. I was just just apologizing until there wasn't nothing else left. I'm like, I'm sorry if I offended you. It just became like a phrase. I'm so sorry if I offended you based upon the knowledge that I had at the time. Right. You know. So now you do be extend <laughs> grace, but we also ask for grace. And I think that's the it's it's very important because it builds trust. It's like trust deposits in the relationship when someone can be accountable to their actions. You, well. you just said accountability. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like um, in our friendship, there was a lot of accountability to my actions and how I was responding emotionally a lot. Mm -hmm. It was Tara, why'd you do that? Mm -hmm. Can you explain it? Mm -hmm. This is how it made me feel. And I'm like, oh, Christ-like character, Tara. That wasn't Christ-like character. Mm. Wow. And then, you know, even now we pray together. Mm -hmm. We do that every week. Hey, get you some friends you can pray with. Yes. If you ain't got nobody yes. you can pray with, I, I don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But we pray every week so we're accountable to what each other is going through. We're, we're accountable to making sure each other is good because life is lifing out here for everybody yes, but you know that scripture i read last week i'll say it again ecclesiastics 4 9 through 9 through 2 10 two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls down one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up mm -hmm. and i am so blessed because god has used you as one of the people that truly 
has held me up through my storms. I hold you up through yours. I mean, when I say we are brutally honest in our, it's like, girl, I'm going through, you know, this is my sin this week. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is how the devil trying to test me. Right. Pray for me. Like, we don't even care. We don't look at each other crazy. Like, why are you going through that? We don't even, it's like, the devil's trying to sift me this right. week, this way. Pray it off, friend. Not to resist. Right. I almost went down the street. <laughs> like, we, we are there. Like, the devil ain't going to get us. Because when I say we got a tribe, that's like, the devil trying to snatch you. Uh-uh, friend. I'll be over there in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, we do that. Yes. We do that. We will show up at the house. At the door. At the door, and it's like, what you say? What's going on, friend? Let me lay my hand on your hand. Hold on, hold on. And we will do that, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's so vital. So, thank you, friend, um, for coming on today and being a guest on my show. You know, Amelia is a mental health therapist as well, so you can connect with her through her IG, through her page, through her website. I don't recommend many people. Um, <laughs> But I definitely recommend my friend because she is a phenomenal therapist. So thank you, friend. All right. So if you need to contact me, go to tarabody.com to sign up for counseling or events. Or if you want to message me and tell me how the show blessed you or you have other topics you want to discuss, go to info at tarabody.com. Thank you again for another great episode of God in Therapy. <laughs>